This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to the current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Or don't, apparently, anymore. I'm Ooh. Cody, and with me is Kyle and Ken. Yikes. Welcome, <laughs> welcome everyone, to Jason Momoa's favorite podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it would be Momoa happy hour all the time here. <laughs> Just trying to wake Cody up a little bit. It's, yeah. it's Friday. I think somewhere out there, Momoa is listening to us. He gets it. In his heart. In his heart. He hears me in and my cries. <laughs> He just felt this creepy twinge behind him. I mean, the hair stand up on the back of his head. Yeah, he's like, what, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, how are we doing? <laughs> well, apparently, we're just not going to have a theatrical summer at all. There's no movies. Who Who thinks that the most lucrative time of the year should have movies in it? Blasphemy. I know. Let's, <laughs> let, let's not release anything at all. In summer this year. 2020 has been an awesome year so far, let me tell you. Yeah, normally I don't buy into when people are like, oh, this year was the worst year ever. But 2020 is the rare exception where I'm like, it, it is definitely the worst year ever. This is like, yeah. seriously, yeah. crazy bad across the board for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we took the uh, grosses of the theaters we represent and they did 1% of the business they did for the <laughs> week of the 4th of July last year. Not 10, 1%. One percent, which is actually probably like a negative twelve percent once you account for uh, payroll and electricity, and it's just beyond brutal. I was working at home the other day, and I had our website up, silverscreeninsider.com. You should go check it out. Um, and we have a little ticker up the top that shows like the movies that are playing and like the amounts yeah. that they have made over like the weekend or whatever. And my girlfriend walks up behind me to see what I'm doing, and she looks at the ticker and she goes aren't movies supposed to make more than that? <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, honey. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. Zootopia should never be number one. Yeah. <laughs> it should never be like what? Point two yeah. Yeah, million. Two. It's so bad <laughs> because they're all supposed to be millions of dollars. So it's all point zero zero something Yeah, because we never accounted for it. Just being hundreds of dollars. Never, never. <laughs> Never planned on that one. Tens and of slid. hundreds of dollars. And normally, that just means the movie is bad and no yeah. one wanted to see it. No. Like even like a somewhat bad movie, you can get away with a couple million. Right. Different times. It's, yeah. it's never rarely been below a million. Yeah. yeah so our ho- it broke our website ticker <laughs> because it was just never set up to be this low and pathetic. It's just going, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what to do. Yeah, you go on box office mojo and look at their count for theater screens and what they're playing. And it's like, number one, seven screens. <laughs> a movie oh, you've no. never heard of, $35. <laughs> like, it, it's just like, what? what? <laughs> and, and you know they have to like write up reports on it. But it's like, what's what's what can you say? Like, right. No one's showing up because it's madness out there. There's a, there's a poor Cody over at box office mojo just pulling her her hair <laughs> yeah. out also oh my god they're the ones like pulling apart the data because it's their job or but... com score yeah <laughs> like with the thousands of unreported bookings that are in there because people are getting either flat fees or no patrons <laughs> or it's... no patrons are coming which is yeah. used to be the the odd thing to happen yeah and now it's 
very common. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they even asked us, like, can you give us a heads up when somebody is supposed to be reporting grosses? And we're like, we have hundreds of bookings. And some of them are flat fees. Some of them aren't. And some of them, the studios just don't want you to report. And then some of them should have grosses but don't because nobody's coming and it's just it's all over the board and there's just no way and some theaters close midweek open midweek yeah. <laughs> sometimes the gross is only for thursday friday and saturday or friday saturday sunday or, or saturday. friday <laughs> friday or, or just saturday, saturday. <laughs> oh it's all madness i it tell is you madness. it doesn't none of it matters well <laughs> it's just crazy how all of our systems our box office reporting system our booking system all of it is made for the industry the way it was. And this virus has not only just disrupted our industry, but completely broke our systems. Yeah. Just So nope. you're just really flying by the seat of your pants. You're just like, I'm making this up as I go. Oh, yeah. No one knows what they're doing, but they just nope. got to do their job somehow. So they're all going by their own agendas at this point. Yeah. So last week, um, Friday came, and we had no real bad news. So I was, like, feeling very optimistic. I was like, this is... This feels good. We're getting back to normal. And I, like an idiot, put in. What did you do? (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be good. And I put in Tenets and Mulan's. And I just, I hadn't had them on my booking sheets. And I put them in as like, okay, we're going to finally, reality is finally coming back. 14 days out from Unhinged, which was going to be the the wave break. Yeah. Yeah. So not, this was not like, I'm planning very far ahead. This is, I have to get these dates in so we can actually request unhinged submit promote do all the things we have the time normally do yes <laughs> and i felt so good at the end i took a couple hours to get it all in cleaned out what screens i wanted plfs you know the whole thing and and so it took all my last friday that's one reason why we didn't have a podcast last week because kyle was gone at a wedding and um and Cody didn't want to talk and to I just d- me. I didn't want to talk to my husband. <laughs> you guys spend enough time. I understand. I didn't want to talk to my husband without a referee. <laughs> so <laughs> about our industry. <laughs> so I. How I would you like that. to fight after the podcast? Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a show we need to promote. <laughs> and then Monday comes in, and I'm feeling good, and then. The world just collapsed again. <laughs> then Warner's on a Monday announced that they were pulling Tenet and not on a like, Monday. And not like with a new like, well, release you gotta, date. You got to say spoiler or something. There no. may be some podcast very... Uh, we're beyond spoiler people alerts. People that are excited about podcasts, but don't uh, use the internet, so to speak. Maybe they get it via cassette or something. <laughs> going to be like, hey, we're about ready to drop the bomb on you guys. And no. At that point, then they would just be like, what's Tenet? It's like <laughs> it's like ripping the Band-Aid off. It's just going to happen. No more babying yeah. anybody anymore. No more spoiler alerts. Even Shit's I'm saying no spoiler real. alerts. <laughs> yeah. Tenet's gone. Then the dominoes fell. And then Unhinged was gone. And then Broken Hearts Gallery was gone. And then Mulan was gone. Mulan was gone. And then what else came? Oh, Inception. Not that that was a big deal, but when Intent went and set the it came Inception out 10 years ago, it's re-release <laughs> was pulled. It was just all the, there was like four or five films on Monday that were pulled, not rescheduled, just pulled indefinitely off yeah. the schedule. Oh, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, even more films have been pulled and shuffled and moved around. But so where did the dust settle? What's happened, guys? <laughs> Where we got are we a at? List. We got a Buckle list. Up. I'll go down it. Tenant, 
completely removed from the schedule. We do not have um, a new date for that yet. Now, with that one, we're hearing that the rumblings are is that they're going to have an international release because theaters internationally are open across the board more than they are in the U.S. So they may have an international release and then they're going to try to release it in the U.S. markets within two weeks of that international date because of piracy concerns. It has to be within a couple weeks. And so we're hoping, our hope, cross your fingers, is that um, they announce an international date at the end of August or close to the end of August and that the U.S. date falls on Labor Day weekend, which would be good because Quiet Place 2 moved out of that time. I think Quiet Place 2 was on. I think so. It was about that time. But that's being super optimistic. Super optimistic. (laughs) We got to get hope. We got to be hopeful. That's a cloud that's only made of silver linings. (laughs) (laughs) There's no cloud inside of it. It's just the. (laughs) This is why I think secretly I'd be a Jedi and not a Sith because I am eternally hopeful. I mean, we found that out last week when you did all those tenant dates and now look what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Everything (laughs) collapsed. I know. Then Mulan moved out of August 21st um, because... Mulan doesn't, Disney doesn't really want Mulan being the first one out of the gate. And um, I think China is a really important market for Mulan. And while they are open, they're very restricted. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they've got silly restrictions. Like, you can't have a movie over two hours playing right now. Yeah, which could cause issue to 10 because that's 120 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Cause issue for art and artists as they're known. True. (laughs) How many many movies have you sat on? I think they're also limit way limited capacity and um, no concession. So, so they're not quite fully reopened yet. So I think in light of that, Disney pulled uh, Mulan and will reschedule at some point, probably um, not in August, probably in September, hopefully maybe even October. Then unhinged came out of July 31st um, because it, you know, wanted to be the first one out, but it didn't want to be alone out there and so (laughs) still needs a hand to hold (laughs) yeah they still need a lot of these keep in mind still need a new york or la um you know market to be open yeah and neither one of those are open right now yeah so unhinged is off indefinitely broken hearts was then removed same kind of scenarios that they're just waiting for warner brothers to set tenant and these will fall around after that but I think they also want to see if Warner's does the international thing too and see if that works or not. Um, then we got word this morning, just this morning, that Greenland moved from the 14th to September 25th. So Greenland's now off the schedule. Then, um, let's see, Bill and Ted, which was at the end of the month, is now is still on its September 1st release date. However, it's going to be day and date VOD now. So it doesn't get an exclusive exclusive theatrical run it's going to be day and date vod okay so where are we at with other ones okay then quiet place 2 we found out this week decided to move out of september that off that labor day weekend into april of 2021 so no quiet place 2 this year and then um paramount also moved top gun maverick america from (laughs) christmas of this year to july of 2021 and america I'm hearing that that has more to do with um, promotional issues and publicity issues with Tom Cruise filming other movies right now and, and not having the 
um, ability and his schedule to promote. And it effectively moves it a year to the place it was supposed to be yeah. released at yeah. originally. Yeah. It's a summer movie. Yeah, I w- I, when they moved it to Christmas, I I didn't think it was going to play great at Christmas, but I, I was still excited it was in this year. And it makes sense moving it to July. Yeah. Um, then the Respect, the Aretha Franklin um, movie moved from Christmas of this year into just, I think, early January more. It more in the award season um, time. And then Conjuring 3 moved from September 11th to June of 2021. Yep. That was a big move. And then Death on the Nile moved from October 9th to October 23rd. So that's not a huge move. We'll see if that if that stays. They may have um product or post-production issues finishing up the film. Yeah, which makes me wonder why they still want to keep the October dates. I don't yeah. I wouldn't think there would be enough time. Even if theaters like we're all reopened right. by that October date, it still seems like a bit of a stretch. What yeah. if they just want to get through this 20th century product and get it yeah, out? Yeah, and get it over out with. and yeah. done and be done with it, and then they can be Disney again. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, because Disney moved Mulan and a bunch of the other stuff, but they didn't touch New Mutants. That's true. Yeah, and they're doing a and while Comic Con, the San Diego Comic Con this year is all online and digital, mm-hmm. um, they do have are featuring some new mutant stuff with it. So I'm wondering yeah. if that one may just stick. That'll be interesting because they didn't announce any like streaming dates or nothing. No, they they didn't even mention like their theatrical date. I don't think. No. It wouldn't so. be the worst sacrificial lamb to put out there to see yeah. what happens. I mean, at this point, I want to see this thing, good or bad. So I'll see, sure. I'll watch, throw I'll it watch out anything there. you put in the theater. Yeah, exactly. Um, then the film The Empty Man moved from August 7th to December 4th of 2020. So that's not a bad move. That's another 20th century product as well, I believe. The Last Duel moved from... December 25th to October 15th, 2021. And doesn't, isn't the last duel have Ben Affleck, Matt Damon? Yeah. It's directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. It's supposed to be a, not a medieval, a, maybe a medieval times is. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about but it. But I think it's also written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Matt Fleck. <laughs> They're back, baby. Come in 2021. Hopefully if the world doesn't collapse. Even yeah. More. <laughs> but then they'll save it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then the film Antlers, I think that's going to be Searchlight. Yeah. Um, is releasing February 19th, 2021. The French Dispatch, which is also Searchlight, um, is removed from the schedule. And I'm sure they're going to kind of come up with a place for that yeah. probably next year. Excuse me. Then the personal history of David Copperfield moved from August 14th to August 28th. I don't think that August 28th. It is gonna imagine. stick yeah i'm i'm not sure why they won't moved it a little way so i would be thinking that one would be on my list to move again i almost wonder if it's gonna be a pvod type release too it could be yeah but like they'll if, play it maybe in whatever areas take it but then they'll just say forget it disney and it tests there. the waters on it yeah that's yeah. the only reason why i could see them pushing it back just those two weeks yeah i don't know well, well he went through this giant list surely oh, I have two more surely they didn't touch anything like years and years out they're just worried about like what's what's here and now oh, no. no surely they haven't touched i don't know 
Kyle, what's the, what's probably the longest ones you have out on the calendar that you've been given? Like, oh. I mean, I'm talking about like interstellar out there. Oh, then definitely Star Wars and Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So those are still sitting there exactly where they should be years in advance without any reason to mess with them or discuss them <laughs> or talk about them on a podcast. Oh, no. Guys. They all got pushed back. You're kidding. Exactly one year from their dates. <laughs> because didn't you know that when you alternate an avatar with a Star Wars, an avatar and a Star Wars, and then you have to push back all your normal dates a year, you've screwed up the avatar, Star Wars, avatar, Star Wars. And so you got to push them all back too. God forbid. Yeah. God forbid we, we wait all one needed more year those. for Avatar. I don't, I don't so, care, James Cameron. I'm sorry. I don't I care. I know. I am worried about these Avatar movies because they are so far in the future now. And I yeah. have no absolutely zero interest By in them. By the time Avatar 5 comes out, it will have been 20 years since the first Avatar movie came out. It's I been think more it'll than be 10. more. It's, it's been, been more than, more than 10, 10 now. Or, or 20, it may be 20, 20 years, years yeah. until the fir- the Avatar 2 comes out, <laughs> the way it's going. I just, I don't, why? Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but anyway, yeah, Disney did push those back because those will always be changing their release dates and they'll yeah. never come out. I know. I was like, why am I even changing these? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the system. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to be very thorough. I want to be on top of it, but I know I'm just going to change these again. But weirdly, exactly. Weirdly enough, that's the one normal thing in in, in this year 2020 that we're in is that yeah. Avatar's release dates changed again. Yeah. And they got pushed <laughs> oh. back more. That's the one normal thing that the, came out of this year. The one yeah. comfort blanket you have to go to is that We'll never see Avatar, Avatar 2. <laughs> I, I don't yeah I don't get it but whatever they're pushed back a year that's fine yeah we'll so s- we'll have um, an update on Silver Screen Insider uh, with all of these changes also check out our Facebook page Kyle's been really good about posting announcements as we were getting these so if you have questions or couldn't remember this or keep it straight because trust me it is confusing as heck I'm not even sure I got them all everything i know in this write-up we're gonna have to do like another recap mm-hmm. and the and of these because it's just just delete although the we website have and start over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although we have um we have updated them all so if you do get a new download a new scoreboard on silverscreeninsider.com you can um they will be updated there for sure. Also, I just I did just remember I missed one. Antebellum from Lionsgate. Oh, yeah. No off. release date now. It's off too. Yeah. <laughs> That's, anybody, I knew there was one missing. Speaking of there. deleting the website, has anybody tried like control alt delete for the year of twenty twenty? Believe just me, like... I've slammed the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. As Multiple somebody, times. Nothing works. I still want to miss it just in case. <laughs> yeah. Did we try turning Force it off and turning year. it on again? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, as, what all this means, all these date changes means that we're looking at another the whole month of august potentially being another month of repertory so here we go another four weeks of repertory (laughs) product but now we've gone through all the really good stuff Mm -hmm. and by really good stuff i mean anything anybody could like recognize as a Mm -hmm. movie they may or may not want to watch so i don't know what to tell people now i don't have any new tricks up my sleeve for the bookings i we're just really scraping the barrel i really think that moving forward since unhinged and tenant and mulan are just floating they're not they're not they've not been permanently moved to a new date yet i think you 
take a wait and see approach. So what I've done is just committed to next week, the end, you know, the end of July, beginning of, of August and just committed one week at a time until I know for sure when those dates are going to go. And then I'm just really encouraging theaters to start closing, shutting down screens. I mean, if you opened with all your screens, maybe it's time to reel those back a little bit. I would say start focusing a lot more on serving concessions, like whether yeah. it's pickup or I don't know, delivery or make an event of some kind with concessions, but with within safe precautions, of course, but I would just say start focusing on that more. Right. Now, I will say that um, IFC has kind of come to the rescue. They have a new film coming out each week of the month of August. Yeah. Shout out to Jasper and John at IFC. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I, I at least will have at least one new title. Now, it is um, VOD day and date, but I'm hoping that when people see the newness of the title, they're not going to rush right out to, you know, to their Roku's and Samsung smart TVs and be like, where can I find this? But they'll actually try the theater. So coming up is uh, Summerland next week, followed by made in Italy, then Sputnik and Tesla. And they also just released the rental, right? James Franco's yeah. movie. Um, I don't know if it's still playing in theaters at this point or it is. not. No, it's, it is op- still? it's okay. opening this Friday. Um, oh, and I was thinking last week for some reason. Yeah, no, it's opening today. Okay. And so we'll have the rental still on screen. So yeah, we'll have at least two to three screens with newer product, which is awesome. And I have committed to it as many places as I could. And it looks like a lot of good, like, atmospheric type stuff to where it might suit better for, like, theaters or drive-ins anyway. Oh, yeah. So at least, like, you can make a vent out of... I don't know, unknown titles um, for your theater, whether it's just for like a day or not. Right. No, I'm, I'm excited. I, the one I'm most excited for, to be honest with is made in Italy. It's got Liam Neeson in it and his real life son. And they play father, son in the movie. And there's a lot of parallels, I think to their real life situation where he had lost his wife um, and is a widower. And so I just, that one just seems like, really touching and maybe just a really good movie. It is rated R. It's the only thing, but you know, people aren't really taking their kids out to the films right now. So it really is just adults going. Yeah. I didn't know that was his son. Actually. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's his real life son. Oh, nice. I don't know how to pronounce his name though. Uh, Mikhail. Liam Neeson. Michael. Jr. <laughs> actually, maybe he doesn't like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know uh, I don't know. I can't find it here, but. I'm going to let you guys just keep going. <laughs> I'm enjoying this show here. You're like, go on, go on, guys. Yeah. Scraping the inside of their brains. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it's really cool that even though IFC is still doing like day and day type stuff, like at least they're willing to keep putting out their products and hopes the theaters, that at least yeah. help theaters out. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. So this is going to be kind of an experiment for the theaters playing this, um, day and date VOD product. And I know that we at Silver Screen Insider are going to start marking. I think this is just going to be the new reality um, for a lot of smaller titles moving forward is, and uh, reality theaters have to contend that I think the long-term effects of COVID for the theaters that survive will be total destruction of the window of the theatrical window. I, 
I think that you will not see 90 days anymore. And you'd be lucky not to see more Dan date VODs. So we just got to keep on top of that and be aware of it. And, and, you know, you just got to go in knowing that this is also a Dan date VOD film. Isn't the 90 day window kind of a blessing in disguise or am I misremembering? So the 90 day window was, um, if what, once it came out in theaters, there was a 90-day exclusive theatrical window before it went to DVD and, and rental. Yeah. And for the last few years, a lot of the film companies have been really trying to push that and um, trying to con- condense it and so that they can go to... It was to go to DVD sooner, but now it's going to be going to streaming sooner. And so we're going to we're going to just have to contend with it being a lot more day and dating with that. Hmm. Yeah. New normal is about to come and we'll see if it is still going to be fine or if there's going to be changes that we don't like. Yeah. And you know, if you listen to our previous podcasts from the last like two years, we have often talked about, well, what are the effects going to be of streaming? And we've always said maintained that the effects are that it's not going to, dramatically reshape our industry and it's not going to people are still going to go to the movie but what you're going to see is this siphoning off of product from from theaters you're going to see production now being well this movie is for streaming and this movie is for theaters whereas before they would have all been for theaters yeah so you're going to see a certain quality of film just go directly to streaming. And I think what the, how they're going to get around away with that a little bit is they're going to say, well, it's available for theaters if you want it, but we're also doing streaming. And then, yeah. so as theater owners, you just got to decide, is it worth it to play a day and date VOD film? On some films, I think it can be. Others, probably not. Yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted 3, maybe that's the exception. Maybe they'll work right. out in your favor. Maybe that one will be fun event film that people will want to go out to the theater for because yeah. they remember going for the first one. Maybe not in COVID times, but maybe right. in more normalish times, whenever that is, maybe that could have been in a theater's favor. Well, seeing as how it's July and we've been dealing with COVID since February. Yeah. I, I don't know what normal is anymore. Oh, I don't remember. No. Not at all. It feels like it was last year. <laughs> it feels like this year was last year. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't, Are we not done with this year yet? <laughs> like, there was so many things that happened, like, earlier this year that I forgot about. Like, the Super Bowl? Completely yeah. forgot that was this year. <laughs> Felt like ages ago. Hey, I keep thinking that summer's not started yet in some ways. I'm like, okay, well, when summer comes, because we went through... May, June, and July without any new movies. Hoping for the summer to start at some yeah. point, and now yeah. and now it's not. It's just not going to happen. And so I'm like, where did summer go? Just and we live in a place that already barely has a summer. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, we have like two and a half months of summer. So it's escaping. Yeah, exactly. So what do we got for news items here anyway? What's happening? They are making a vanilla ice biopic, and I am so. Freaking excited. <laughs> is it going to be an Academy Award winning Vanilla Ice biopic? I, you know Dave Franco is going to shoot for that Academy Award. I yeah. love the idea that they are going to go like full on serious at this. They got Dave Franco. They? Yeah, they have to. He's 
He's he's not like the funny one. So <laughs> I know he's the funny looking one, but he's not like the funny one. He's a Franco brother. Yeah. They're all so funny looking. So Dave Franco's gonna play the villain. He's gonna it? play Vanilla he's Ice. Oh, vanilla. he's playing Who's Vanilla the, Who's ice? the villain? Vanilla <laughs> Ice. Oh, I was gonna I ask pick. you. Oh, that's why we write this As out ahead of time, Cody. <laughs> I thought he's not. He's not the villain. bad guy in a James Bond movie. The bad guy's name is Vanilla like, Villain is, Ice. I was like, who's Vanilla Ice's bad guy? In my mind, who's his bad arch- guy. Uh, copyright laws. <laughs> who's his arch enemy in Queen? this story? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Vanilla Ice. Paternity tests are his downfall. His only weakness. I do love the idea that they can make a serious documentary, not a biopic about like such a crazy character and such a crazy time in the late 80s early 90s i would love if they played this like completely straight i have to think they're either going to play completely straight or they're going to go the disaster artist oh i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. yeah like because there's there's no way there's an in-between and you know one studio whoever gets this project is going to be like no this is serious we're gonna get that academy award <laughs> for dave franco as vanilla ice and maybe dave franco will do great i don't know but it's just something that i i was not expecting to read in the news, and that's why we had to bring it up. No, it's either going to be very good and very well done and very straight, or it's going to look like uh, that uh, Beach Bum, the Florida Man movie with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of it. Oh, <laughs> oh if it's yeah. like that. That's exactly what it's going to look oh like if it's, if, it's not, like... if it's not like um, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's going to be the other side of that where it shows him like passing out on the beach with a seagull in his pants. Man, I was thinking the other side of that could be the disaster artist, but forget that. Beach Bomb is definitely the other side of that spectrum. (laughs) Yeah, I just love I love the weird pairings of like casting announcements that we've been getting. I mean, like two weeks ago was Momoa as Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, no one knows why it needs to happen, but it's going to happen and it's going to be amazing. However, it's done. Actors need to work. Actors need to work too. And Tom Cruise is working overtime. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's currently working on a Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be promoting uh, Maverick. And then he'll be getting into space, <laughs> the final frontier. Yeah, we've talked for about Tom Cruise. We've talked about his space action movie for a while here. And the new rumblings about this is that Universal is wanting to get on board with this project. And Tom Cruise is making sure that no streaming service will get their hands on this project because he wants the full theater experience. And we'll see if Universal agrees to that or not. Well, <laughs> if that's the case, he should not go with Universal because yep. Universal is trying very, very hard to destroy the theatrical experience right now. Yep. And yeah. I don't, I want to say it's Universal the company because they've been great with their repertory product, and it's not. It's not them. It's just their CEO right now. There's Shout out to Jason ups. and Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are killing it. They are doing so good. <laughs> Repertory department, Universal is yeah. on point right now. They get it. They <laughs> yeah. get it. But yeah, so maybe Universal will grab this project. Maybe this space movie will actually happen. And after we'll see what Universal handle, how after it handles After the it. debacle of The Mummy with Tom Cruise, I can't imagine that they want to operate back in bed with him. That's a good point. For Tom, a movie that's going to cost twice as much as The Mummy did. Tom Cruise <laughs> has to really be desperate if he doesn't want a streaming service and only Universal yeah. is <laughs> coming to him. He must be like, ah, all right, we're, fine. We're, we're going to film this in outer space. Like, well, you get six hours. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then dun, you get dun, back dun, on that soundstage. Dun, 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 
I can't. I still can't believe this movie is becoming a thing. I thought this was a one and done story, and yeah, nope. They're, they're still going through with it. And they're making it happen. So well, Universal did spend a lot of money promoting the Mummy, <laughs> and look how that turned out. Yeah, as not if wisely spent, but not spent. wisely spent. If this they've been be, doing better with the monster stuff. Yeah, if this is going to be partnered with SpaceX, as long as in the movie they show the Tesla that Elon shot in outer space, like floating by <laughs> at some point. You know there's a cameo coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cameo from the, the lone Tesla in outer space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> it goes flying by. Ugh, these stories are so weird. What else <sighs> we got? Anything else we got? That's it. Yeah? Yep. All right. So, Cody, no did, you, did you... <laughs> No more. No more? <laughs> I did not watch my movies, okay? You did not watch your movies. <laughs> it she, has been crazy in my life, and I just don't think I have time for these she's, movies. She's been on a world record pace for binging trash TV, yeah. reality shows and such. I might have some depression. <laughs> I might be having some mental health issues. You, you have oh, a God. condition. I have a condition. <laughs> I'm over the reality t- TV. I definitely did go through a phase where I'm like, I want to watch Smothered again. <laughs> you just talked to me about that show like two weeks yeah, ago. I'm over what do you it. mean you're over it? I'm finally bad, over it. I got it out of yeah, my system. Yeah, because she finished it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not finish it. I swear. I did not finish it, but I can. I, I got after one like episode left. Six episodes. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. It's out. And But now, now I've gotten into. Um, good movies alone mm, which is the is. survivalist show <laughs> all right where people get dropped in the alaskan wilderness or the arctic wilderness and they have to survive for an indefinite amount of time just as Oof. long as they can survive till they tap out i feel like that's every other discovery channel show <sighs> yeah before we end up in the woods kyle yeah. what did you watch this week i was told to watch mr and mrs smith oh and yeah i did all right all right i'm Yay. glad you're Yay! I I'm glad you're holding up. I come through. This is just we're gonna get rid of Cody's classic corner and just Kyle. Kyle <laughs> will take the reins. Because I always, I always, I don't even know what movies. I was supposed to watch. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was either. Yeah, Ken probably does. Okay, so what was so? How would you think this was the film that broke up Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston? I know I kept making started so many, I kept making so many jokes about it during. Yeah. My watch of it but i really liked it though it might be the best one that you've given me <laughs> like it actually it, it's not like it might be it definitely is i thought definitely super, i thought you would enjoy super troopers more than you did though i i thought i i thought i would too but yeah. mr Ms. smith was a pretty good movie yeah a bit long in the beginning part but eh, it was fine i was still able to get into it a lot of fun yeah they had they actually had good chemistry as I they, guess that's why they got together. As yeah. they build, build up this weird sexual tension in the beginning between, between two of Hollywood's quote-unquote sexiest people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, they they can't figure this out. Yeah, there was there was a point. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the setup takes like 40 minutes long to get to what the actual story is. And those 40 minutes is them being like, oh, we're not having the best love life and our marriage yeah. is falling apart. And I'm like, those two beautiful people <laughs> would never be in this city. Well, I guess not never. Cause I think they did get divorced. They did get divorced. <laughs> but yeah, they they had good times. Yeah. But they, they had a lot more good times than they did in the movie, in the movie. That's for sure. Yeah. So it lasted a lot longer. <laughs> 
So I guess it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching the movie with your significant other. You're like, they can't figure out what, what chance do we have here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gorgeous. I mean, I'm I mean, ugly. You're, I mean, you're, gonna, you're great and everything, work. but uh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it was a really good movie. Really good flick. Nice. You nice. Vince Vaughn have... thrown in there, which is great. Yeah. That, yeah. Adam Brody, too. Yep. It, it was really funny. Yeah. We got some good additions, lots of humor, so it's like the standard like summer blockbuster kind of film. Action. I, I mean, that's pretty much all the summer blockbuster film experience that I'm gonna yeah. get this year. Yeah. So I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So if you like um that one, have you seen The Killers with <laughs> which Catherine is the, Heigl? Which is the C plus version yeah. of I was gonna say, <laughs> where is this going? And um Oh, what's the other one? What's his name? Thank you, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Oh well, I do like Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that should be your next one, and then it would be a good like com- comparison contrast. <laughs> All right, to, to say All this right. is this is what a movie looks like when they spend a hundred million dollars. <laughs> this is what it looks like when they spend fifty and hire Catherine Heigl. Yeah, <laughs> what what pe- what two people can we get that's good looking, but they're not as good looking as Brad Pitt and Angelina And Jolie. then after that, you should watch Night and Day with. Um, Tom Cruise and uh, why can't I Katie, remember? Was it Katie Holmes? Every time no. you forget a name, you have to take a drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you owe us two drinks. Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. I was oh. getting there. I was getting there. The drink helped. You owe us one for Ashton Kutcher. So it too. sounds yeah. like that one's the B plus version of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah. and then the Ashton Kutcher one is the C plus version. Yep. All so right. I'll go see. I'll go the Killers first, and then I'll yeah. do Night, Night and Day, Day. Right? Okay. Yeah. That way, hopefully. That last one is kind of like a balance between the two. Nine days, good. I I do enjoy it, and I like killers, but I like Catherine Heigl in movies, not <laughs> probably in real life, but in movies. <laughs> yeah, oh. Andrew Gerard Butler with Andrew Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, I should make you watch The Ugly Truth. That's Catherine Heigl and Gerard Butler. The ass didn't die already, but <laughs> the weeks kind of blend together after a while. No, you watched P.S. I Love You. <laughs> That's, Which is that's, Butler in. that's right. That's what I did watch. <laughs> Somebody else. That was the the better one than the, the, Ken said that you wouldn't appreciate the ugly truth. I agree. I Gerard Butler only appreciated the paycheck he got from the ugly truth. There was no point he was like, that was really worth my time and energy. <laughs> There's girls wrestling in Jello in the movie. I appreciate Ken's probably honesty. probably fun to see. I appreciate Ken's honesty when it comes to movies. Because I know like when you describe a movie to me, I can go over to him and be like, tell it to be straight. Like, shit, is it worth I, it? I always tell you my honest opinion. I would never I give you a that. movie that I don't enjoy myself. I love that you do. But I also yeah. love Ken's honest opinion. Because it correlates better with what I like. <laughs> that is probably very true. <laughs> Uh, so is that all we got today then? We that have to select Cody's movie for next week, which I have decided to give her break and not go through can one I just, of these. Can we just watch fun movies? They That's are why fun. I found a okay. science fiction one that you hadn't seen on the list that I think you would enjoy. Okay. Ooh, which sec- is real Harrison Ford in Blade Runner was not on your list. Oh, I got to watch the original Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it, not a bad version. And it's actually on Netflix. It'll be that I know for sure it'll be easy to get. So there you go. Yeah. So there's okay. something you can watch that's not uh, gonna put you out to sea. You know, you're gonna. You're I'll gonna watch like, it and then I'll decide if it's worth breeding into the theaters as 
as a repertory product because it is available from Warner's right oh, now. If I could see the original Blade Runner on the in the screen, easy. I would totally do that. Yeah. Kyle and one other person will be at your theater. Yeah. Hey, at least they'll be <laughs> for your booking of Blade Runner. Hopefully they won't be far apart, or hopefully they will be far apart and not have one of those weird people who like loves to sit weirdly close to you. When well, they, don't they can't. Know you. They, they would try. Social distancing. Those weird people will try. I know it. Because Kyle is that person. He's like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Want to move with me? <laughs> when it's far from the opposite. Yeah. Get away from me. Social distancing or not, I don't want any part of it. Kyle was social distancing before it was cool. Exactly. Like, at first when this all started, I was like, this is easy. Yeah. Now I'm over it, but. <laughs> How was your wedding, Kyle? You Kyle's gone last week. He to went a wedding. to a wedding. Yeah, he went yeah, to a wedding. It's not my wedding. How was the how wedding was, you participated? How was your in? wedding? How, yeah. Speaking that, of Blade Runner, how's your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> speaking of Rutger Hauer, <laughs> uh, no, it was a good time. I mean, you can only do so much with social distancing and make it mm-hmm. as normal as possible. But uh, no, it was really fun. Got to see a lot of friends I haven't seen in a while. Nice. And, you know, made the most out of weird situation by. <laughs> Having a nice celebration, so it was good. Good. Nice. What did we do? We worked. That's right. <laughs> what did we do? What I'm like, what did we do, Ken? Did we we worked. go to a wedding? We mulched. <laughs> we mulched. We, we had so much so, freaking mulch. So much landscaping to do. After they did the addition on our house, they just destroyed my my yard, so we're trying to put it back together. Mm. And So much mulch. Every day we're mulching. Yeah. <laughs> so I take you guys mulched then. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, I wish it was some sort of a metaphor for something else, but it's literally just wood chips in plastic bags. Open dump. Open dump. Dump is right. All right. Let's uh, wrap this baby up. All so right. what are your plans for this weekend? Um, to wrap it Cody's up talking to, Cody's talking need, to somebody. I need to just talk to somebody. Talk to me. How are you? <laughs> Um, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend, but uh, hopefully keep on social distancing away from people because people are weird. Yeah. Are but, they getting weird out there? I haven't been out in public. As there's you always, they're, they're coming out even more. They're uh, sprouting out all over the place. Yuck. We're going go to go. Not this weekend, but um, in the next month. I think we're taking the month of August semi off and we're going to work from the cabin. So. That's going to be interesting. We'll still come in to do podcasts. I was going to say, don't tell the listeners that you won't be around. We'll still get you some episodes. Yeah, no, we're coming in to do the podcast, but I don't know if I'll be able to watch movies. So just warning you. Same old, same old. (laughs) Yep. Let's wrap this up as any uh, level-headed podcast would. Kyle, let's uh, do some rapid fire psychology type questions to Cody. Okay. Cody, if you're a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Um, Aspen. Or evergreen. No, uh, sequoia. I want to be really, really tall and live forever. A redwood. <laughs> Did you just name three different trees? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I worked through them in my mind and I landed on redwood. But this the sequoia version that gets really tall. This will, this will be a fun one. Favorite color, go. Oh, green. What's your favorite kind of cookie? Oh, um, I, I like remolella cookies. Any place you could travel, first place pops in your head. Um, Scotland. Favorite okay. United States state? Montana, obviously, where I live. Second favorite United States state? Iowa. It gave birth to Ken. Favorite United States capital? The U- the capital of the United States? <laughs> City, I Washington, meant, but... D.C.? <laughs> yes, that's City, my favorite. Meant, but yes, you can name that one too. Okay. <laughs> Vermont, one through ten. Rank it, go. 
Vermont what? Rank it. One through ten. Go. <laughs> um, I'm going to say number four because it is a state I want to visit. All right. Say goodbye, Cody. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>